Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the 5th Edition of Dungeons & Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Um, so I was, for their downtime, I think I was doing recruiting, if I recall. I think we had to make a roll for that or something. Yep, let me let me get my notepad out here. I don't remember what else was available as far as um uh our troll, but for downtime options, but I pretty much peeps. everything in Xanathars and in Iron Kingdom for working on your group's faction, basically increasing your numbers. Kingdom group's faction. So if you have Xanathars, it's got the huge section for downtime. So everything from just going out, hitting the bars, to uh, prepping for jobs. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the carousing. She's spending her profits. And for your guys' group thing, you can actually go on a crime wave if you want to take the chance. Yeah, no. Well, I I think without, yeah, without Gunny, the crime wave would not be. Yeah, so the group downtime activities are boasting, which is basically going around bragging for your company to increase your prestige. You can only do that so much per tier. Uh, Prison break, in case people are in jail, you can go on a prison break. Or recruitment drive, which many companies rely on modest cohorts of hirelings to function at their full capacity, which you guys have some hirelings already, but you can always get more hirelings. Yeah. So uh, a recruitment drive is one gold per day of activity, and the number of days on this activity determine the number of challenge rating hirelings that you assert. It actually does not require a a goal for that one. Oh. That's how loyal your minions are. You just need to go out and spend time recruiting. So how many days and how much, you know, basically how many days equals how much gold? Yeah. So how much downtime are we looking at? Uh, You guys have like two, three weeks. I mean, but but you can only do a max of eight. Okay. I will do six. Six. I'll be honest with you, four and six are the same. You get the same results if you want to save yourself okay. two gold. I'll save two gold. 
(laughs) (laughs) So uh, for four gold slash days, you managed to recruit. Give me a roll of 2d4. Die four. So our gunslingers bragging about what you guys did and getting some hirelings. Alright. Now, quick question before you roll. You have an option. I just just noticed you had an option. So you can get 2d4 1 slash 4 hirelings, which were equi- equivalent to what you guys were at first level, or 1d4 half hirelings, or a single CR1 hireling. And you guys are CR1 yourselves right now. You have an Uh, option. Did you get one really capable hireling? Did you get a handful of okay ones or two handfuls of scrubs? We want mid-level or we want... I'll totally post it in the feed there so you can see the options. Did you spend four days schmoozing a really capable person? Yeah. What do you guys think? I'm at I least, think I'm leaning towards either the half or one. Love I'm leaning half. towards the capable. Yeah. All right. But uh, but but that you know it's okay. No, I'm I'm good with that. Now the question is, what's his name and what's his skill set? <clears throat> That's on you, David. It's your downtime. Who did you woo? Um. So skill set. Um, I would say probably a uh, like a handy like trader acquisitionist or something like that. Like a uh, quartermaster type person. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what's their name? Uh, Any specific deets you got on that character? What's that? Any specific deets you got on that character? Which also equates to how much are you going to save your GM work here? (laughs) (laughs) Thelonious. Is felony Thelonious? Oh, (laughs) jeez. Um, so let's do, um, let me think on that while somebody else does their downtime. Okay. I, I got it on my notes. Final notes. Come back to late. Come back to you later for that person's name. Okay. So, uh, we all know Mia's, you know, working on gunning because that's, that's what Mia's got to do. I think I'd like to boast a little bit. Ooh. Proclaim the abilities of our company in story and song in that metaphorical way that people who we want to impress would know and people that we don't want to impress appreciate but don't understand. I like it. I like it. And uh, as a tier one company, you can only go up to prestige 10. Question is, how many days are you spending doing that? 
I mean, it's a lot like work, so yeah, maybe two or three. Okay. So you're now yeah, a prestige three. four company. So people are knowing about you guys, you know. Yeah. Who knew you took all that time to be secret about what you do? Instead, you're out there advertising on the street because that's how you get more business. Well, again, advertising in a in a in the discreet. right circles. Yeah. Okay, so people people are people are singing your praise, so to speak. <clears throat> and now. Theo's going to be carousing, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to find the carousing. Oh, I'm... I went to Zenithar. downtime. Middle, okay, here we go. I was, okay, I found the middle class one. I was going to do the <laughs> lower class You're one. You're going to slum, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, I kind of turned my back on the, the whole upper. Okay, so it's a D8. <clears throat> Let's see what I roll. Oh, Nike, what is it? A pickpocket oh, with oh. 1D10. Aww. That's not fun. <laughs> you go out for a good time and look what happens. I would have liked hope for everyone is calling me by some weird name or streaking naked <laughs> through the streets. Seems like a great idea at the time. See, that I mean, one would have been far more interesting. You can do that anyway. You just don't get a benefit. <laughs> I mean, you, but. Damn it. Me and my fucking ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> You're like, damn it. So, uh, did you roll that? Go ahead and roll that 1d10. Let's see if you can, uh... Now, now would be a good time for a low roll. <laughs> it's funny, because it's true. You, now you want to roll that one, I mean. Four. Ooh. So that's, uh... Uh, so, okay, 20 gold pieces. So a pickpocket basically stole 20 gold pieces off of her during her carousing. Does she have that much? <laughs> wow. Now, uh, I, I, I will. I did. That did. was all my money. <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened? Say, oh. she, she learned a lesson. Well, I have only 17 silver to my name now. She, wow. she took all her clothes off. To go running naked through the streets, no pocket. She left her money with her clothes, and that's Wait, what happened. I might not have added everything to my uh, front page. Hold on, let me go into the uh, notes. Oh, that's a good name. You have a dwarf hireling. I like that. Ooh. Nice. And the quartermaster. Okay, well, if we sell some of that stuff, then we should be fine. <laughs> After you can handle selling, doing some minor crafting, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because there's stuff that I didn't put in for on my front page. So I'm I'm not doing too bad. I mean, I, I still have 
silver. Um, so that one, uh, what was what was that one with your uh, persuasion roll? My persuasion roll? What? Yeah, because you said I've, you you rolled the dice already. What's the what is that one d eight you rolled? You you're rolling out of order. First, oh, I only rolled one one d eight. Yeah, I know you you rolled the wrong dice set. So let's let's go. No, back this right. The lower class carousing was a d eight, and I rolled a one. Yes, but you rolled on the hostile encounter table. You didn't roll your actual carousing yet. So carousing. Yes, I did. That Sweet. was my carousing. Sweetie. I've only rolled that and how much yeah. gold I lost. Sweetie, let me let me read it to you. Carousing. So carousing covers a work week of fine food, strong drink, and socializing. A character can attempt a carousing amongst the lower, middle, or upper class. A character can carouse with lower class for 10 gold to cover expenses. So you'd spend your 10 gold to basically buy drinks for people. Um, a character with a noble background can mingle with the upper class if they want, which you don't. But after a work week of carousing, a character stands to make contacts within select social classes. You make a charisma oh. persuasion check using the carousing okay. table. So make a persuasion roll, not a D8. So then it wasn't a one? It wasn't a one. Oh, well, then give me back my money. Well, roll me, roll me a persuasion check as you're rolling dice. First, I'm going to make my money. <laughs> Priorities. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so a 1d8 persuasion check. So, no, just roll persuasion. Persuasion. Okay. On, your, on your skill chart. All right, you ready? Yep. I was hoping you'd roll a 1, just saying. Okay, so, so you I did spent, not. 10 gold, so spend your 10 gold for the whining okay. and dining and buying drinks for everybody. And you rolled an 11, which is the character has made an allied contact, dot, dot, dot. Hmm. So then we go down to that table and uh, complications. Characters who carouse risk bar brawls, accumulating a crowd of rumors as a rule. Character has 10% of trigger, triggering a complication. So then roll me a percentage and just don't roll 10. You know, roll D100 and you want less than 10 because then you would get pickpocketed. Okay, so all right, let me. Uh, so I need to roll a percentile, the uh -huh. D100. Come on, computer. 57. Okay, so no pickpocket got you. Yay. So uh, while you were carousing, you made a uh, an allied contact. So, so since that was 57, did I, after a few drinks, I swore in town square to pursue a dangerous quest? Oh, um, no, that's that wouldn't have been. What are you talking about? Nothing. Okay. Okay. So as a lower class contact, you can pick between uh, drinking buddies here of these options. You tell me which one you're picking. So for lower class, it's criminals, laborers, mercenaries, a town guard, or any other folk who normally frequent the cheapest taverns in town. Hmm. I'm leaning towards either a laborer or a 
um, or a uh, town guard. But now we already have sort of a contact with the guards. Yep, you already got that, that block so captain. So let's go with the laborer. Hey, I'm a craftsman. You're a laborer. We've got so much in common. <laughs> you know, I can, right. you know, that type of thing. Okay, so basically you have a laborer that you can call a favor in. Basically, we're talking favor, not something massive. Or This is drinking buddy favor, you know. Not calling up for a pickup truck and a shovel at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you have a laborer. What's his name? Um, Let's call him. Hmm, hold on. Give me a sec. Harvey. Any specific deets on him? Um, Harvey Smith, uh, he, uh, is a laborer in a, uh, one of the many, uh, uh, forge factories here. Ah. Factory laborer. Well, I figure he might be able to help us with the, yeah. you know, info on maybe, you know, materials and. Obviously, he probably is just a coal, sh uh, a coal shoveler, but uh, you bought him drinks, so he's your, he's your friend for life until someone else buys right. him a drink. No, no, he, he's not just a, um, a coal shoveler. I mean, he's actually apprentice. So he has to shovel a lot of coal and take a lot of shit, but he's on the fast track to moving up. <laughs> fast track meaning it's only going to take 10 years as opposed to 20. That, that's right. what the foreman tells him every day. You're on the fast track. <laughs> Keep shoveling. <laughs> All righty. This is Sweet. the fast track. I'd hate to see the slow track. <laughs> So of course, you know, as I was as as teasing earlier, as you know, your your compatriot is working on Gunny to make him work, and you're hearing sounds like as I open my soda coming from the uh, the, the the clubhouse's workshop area because she's cussing and cursing and basically, you know, working way to get Gunny back on his feet. As uh, thankfully, Theo has gotten you guys another job. This is a great job. She totally tells you how great this job is because while she was carousing one of her old Golden Crucible members, that's the Alchemist Guild across the land, they're total douchebags. They price mark everything. There's a total conspiracy on economic control by these guys. That, yeah, uh, I'm not fond of them, but you know. But she's still a card carrying member, so what's that say? <laughs> right. You don't want to know what the uh, Golden Crucible does to hey, scabs. Parents pay my membership just to keep me quiet. <laughs> so I don't know. So I don't tarnish the family name. Because you know shit's serious when your parents cut off your Netflix account. And this way they can say, oh, well, at least she is a member of the Golden Crucible. It's true because you're on the ledger. You're, you're a card-carrying member. You know, that there's exactly. no that shit. So – they keep me in good standing. It keeps me out of their hair and out of their cotillions. 
So, you know, it's a win-win. Well, no, and it's not a bad contact to have, so, yeah. you know. As, as, as she finished her carousing on the last night of it and came stumbling home and drunkenly told you guys about this job she took for you guys, never take a job while carousing. <laughs> that uh, recently in the Five Fingers, uh, there's been a new alchemist that set up shop. Uh, his name is Ramel. Very rotund gentleman that's from the south. Uh, apparently he had a good shop from what people say, but then shit happened. And that's also in the Empire of Sin, bad place, necromancy, green glowing shit everywhere. No industrial standards. Well, uh, Rammel is not a card-carrying member of the Golden Crucible anymore. In fact, he's actually uh, divulged guild secrets as well as kept things from the guild when he wasn't. Whoa! <laughs> bad, bad form, bad form. And the uh, guild is basically requesting that uh, if Theo could go in there and find some way, since she has a reputation for slumming as the contact founder in a dive bar, of laborers. What's that say? Dancing and partying. I mean, the the guild member wore his gas mask just to walk into this bar. <laughs> As uh, this this gentleman Rammel supposedly has a product that he's selling, a, a pair of products, in fact, that he's been selling on the open market, but the Golden Crucible folks cannot reverse engineer it, so they need the secret sauce. They need the, the magic recipe. Did you say a hair product? A, a rare product. <laughs> oh, I thought you said a hair product. And that's exactly hey, what Theo says. Drunk with her. For that, right? <laughs> she's sitting there with her drunk labor buddy singing shanties, and she's like, "Did you say hair product?" <laughs> As uh, basically, she explains, he has a a new item called blade resin, which is what he's selling it under the market of. That uh, it's an alchemical substance that retains the efficiency of poisons on a bladed weapon. Uh, apparently, if you mix this on and put the poison on your blade, it just, just doesn't go away immediately after, you know. So you know that uh, a lot of assassins might like this to permanently keep their weapons poisoned. So it's a moneymaker that the guild knows that. So if you could steal the recipe for that, that would be great. So, uh, and on top of that, the resin breaks down in on contact with blood, so that way uh, it kind of cleans up after itself. It's really annoying for assassins, you know, just saying. Hmm. And uh, the other one is a special recipe item he has called Remmel's Embrace. The uh, Golden Crucible is, of course, wanting to know the recipe for this because they want to undo some of that stuff because it's, it's basically rubies. rubies. Uh, Remmel's Embrace is an alchemical sleeping poison that renders its victim insensate for a period of time. The viscous dark liquid can either be injected or put in food, but due to its pungent strong smell, it has to be administered with pungent food or, you know, really bad drink. Uh, creature, that basically they tell you that uh, when someone is poisoned, they uh, are poisoned for many hours and incapacitated. So uh, it's, it's, it's nasty shit. And yeah. we all know Theo just wants to do it so she can get a copy of the rest. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm thinking blade. You could put it on bullets. bullets. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Ooh, hollow points with that shit. Ooh, that that would be a good one. 
Yeah. Think about it. The bullet would be in the magazine. It would be just just fine keeping the, the, yep. the stuff in there. That's my thought. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, Blade? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, because the, the resin hardens one minute after it's been applied, so that would be perfect mm. for, for hollow, uh -huh. poisoned hollow points. Damn, yep. that's nasty. Mm-hmm. And uh, conveniently, they totally showed you where his new shop in town is, which uh, apparently he set himself up in an, a not too bad part of town. But uh, the Golden Crucible wants nothing to do with this guy. Cause he's known which for island? Uh, it is over on the Chaser Island. Basically third from the top. Okay. Isn't that the one we're on? Why, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> making sure. Uh-huh. I mean, remember, you guys can go from island to island. I mean, between the... Yeah, but we, we chose this one, which is more the industrial... Uh... Uh -huh. It was the easiest that he was able to set up a shop, because obviously the previous shop owner got sick, and he got the shop. And, of course, the Golden Crucible is worried about this guy because when you hang your placard out your door that you're an alchemist, professional alchemist, and uh, you have a, a bad reputation for dumping industrial waste down the drain, <laughs> that's bad for everybody. They would never do that. So, right basically, uh, they, they, <laughs> they will be rewarding you without a price. They have not mentioned price, which it's the Golden Crucible. You know they got coins. I'd say you took a contract without a price, really. <laughs> I was drunk at the time. I just <sighs> but on the plus side, if they don't pay us enough, we can set up our own little rental shop. <laughs> <laughs> they have coming to us to raid us. Great. Alrighty then. So, is there anything in particular you you guys are going to do before checking the place out? Um, and is there any particular time of day you're going to go check the place out? I mean, sadly, this does he have like a they, standard storefront kind of thing? He actually has a shop. Yeah. Well, maybe we should go uh, shopping or or perusing window weeks. shopping. Yeah, that was kind of my thought. Is maybe catch a view at opening, see what kind of. Movement and activity peoples there are at that point before we wander in. And see what kind of activity he has. Is there a tavern near his establishment as well? Uh, there is, in fact. One that he tends to frequent since you you'd know, have to being find there. out. You don't know. Yeah. See, that I won't give you, see. Or <laughs> that you got to kind of... watch work for. <laughs> yeah, but most people are lazy and don't want to go too far for a drink. I mean, he is an alchemist. I'm sure he's got a still inside. No, that's right. true. Also, yeah. let's check to see if his shop has a uh, help wanted sign. And a back yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, yeah, I'd like to see what you know, what it looks like when he opens and who's there, any kind of bodyguard, what. Okay. So what time of day time. are you guys heading down there? Like 
morning-ish to catch the before typical of... opening. Okay, so like the the whole seven eight when when like the fishermen are out doing their thing, but the shops haven't opened up yet. Yeah, uh-huh. we have to get up that early. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Obviously, on, uh, Theo's got a hangover cure that she's taking. <laughs> she pours the p- powdered aspirin in her her glass. So, uh, you guys are, are totally, you know, heading in there. You're you're gonna see the whole. We're gonna check this area out. Yes. And everything goes dark. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's the apocalypse. Everyone duck. Cover your head. Go back to bed. Nothing go under go your desk. <laughs> See, it's still dark out. It's too early to be up. <laughs> so I'm assuming you can see the map now. So uh, you guys are conveniently walking there early. The the, the fisher folk are doing their business, you know. There's some early folks unloading. That This is the road, by the way. This is a shop, and this is a shop, and here's your target shop right here. As you guys are, are calmly coming down the street, you see the, the usual corner watchman doing his job because, you know, it is that neighborhood where they do their job. And uh, you guys see that... Um, Many of the places still have their shutters closed. You know, nobody's open, open. There's conveniently over to your right, just off map, is a uh, tavern that's still got its doors technically open and some people pass out out front sleeping it off. Because the watch doesn't bother with folks who like that. And, you know, the, just, you just I wonder if they have a breakfast special. Or at least oh. coffee. It's called mop water, because if you're not off their stoop, by the time they finish mopping, they throw the water <laughs> there. <laughs> Free mop soup. Think of how much protein's left on the floor. So you, you know, the mop soup all... isn't that bad, though. I've had it before. <laughs> you guys see, you know, the occasional wagon going by and things, and as you're, you're walking up that direction, what are you guys doing? Poor watch guy on the corner street there's kind of got the rubbing his blurry eyes because it's an hour till change of guard. He's been there, you know, since before the sun came up, and that bright light sucks. Thank goodness for the big tricorn watch hats. (laughs) Oh, wait, the sun's coming right up from the east, beaming right at him at the horizon. Hat don't do shit for that. So you guys come creeping up, it looks like, and you, know, you, yeah. you totally see he's got a great shop location. I mean, he's right on the edge of, you know, the street, which that – he had to put some money out for that type of stuff. Oddly it's enough, a big shop. There, there's lots of smokestacks coming up, many, many small pipes coming out of his smokestack with different colors coming up, which is kind of ominous. And uh, no big fireplace-type stack. And you see that all the windows on his shop are closed. Maybe one of us walked down each side while another strolls across the front all casual-like? 
Okay. Scope it out. That way we're not all three doing a circle around it in a blatant, obvious way. That way the cop's not giving you a look. Yeah. So this is like behind it. There, this is the street. So the street goes past his shop, and he does have an alleyway over here. If you see my ping at the top of the map. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. see it now. Yeah. And he does have an alleyway on this side of this building. But the only thing you're seeing is that there's a big front door. And it's it's wide enough that a steam jack could go walking, you know, like your steam jack could go walking through this door. So and this is a boarded window or a boarded door? That's a wall. But... You're seeing something inside the room. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> right. I... The work table in the shop. No. There's You've got an extra vision now. <laughs> I do. <laughs> These are really good goggles. <laughs> and she's just wearing beer goggles. Yes. <laughs> she rigged up goggles that had an extra compartment and a sippy straw. <laughs> no one knows you hid extra All beer in the goggles. Right. <laughs> yeah. guys yeah. Do the collective split up and walk about. Somebody give me a perception check with advantage since you're all working together. Okay, As we okay. get this montage case scene where you all split up and walk around the building real quick. I'm My... not good at perception. Is anyone walking yeah. by the front door here? I'll walk by the front door. Okay. Yeah, I mean, perspective alchemist checking out the shop. I mean, yeah, is there there's, any, like... there's people walking by, so you can just totally blend in with the, the, the comers and goers and walk by the door. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering before someone rolls perception. Of uh, what extra stuff I'd tell you if you got close to the door. Yeah, I'm only plus um, one perception, so. Yeah, and I've got like a little notebook with a um, pencil kind of thing, and I'm like stopping, and I'm looking, you know, making that distracted, like, what am I forgetting on my list? You know, pencil to the mouth, looking around, but like not obvious, like thinking, oh, you know, like one of those just, you know, uh, distracted, like I've got a list or I'm working on yep. a, a problem type of thing, you know. And the worst part is we know she used that pencil as a stir stick in one of her concoctions. Uh. <laughs> no. And her, <laughs> and her notepad, has, my hair. notepad <laughs> has various singes and colored stains from chemicals. Yeah, but this is the one that I keep in my hair. <laughs> so who's going to roll so that person? One of them. Yeah, what's your perception deal? Uh... Yeah, what's mine is I don't I have no pluses. Uh, it's so uh well, no, I have a plus one. Yeah, that's all I have is plus. I'm one. a minus one. Okay, so. But, but whoever's gonna roll, I can I can um, inspire. Okay, so you gave her bardic inspiration before you guys split up to do your yeah the joint montage. <laughs> all right, then here goes. Oh, not wow. 20 twice? What the wow. fuck? Wow. Wow. Roll 20 for you there. <laughs> okay. Jesus. So. Wow. wow. 
So with the natural 20, she's finding a whole bunch of stuff and then some. So during your montage, you notice the watch guy that's here. He is rather sleepy tired. You know, he, he's definitely not on his par right now. Uh-huh. Um, clearly, while you were walking, you saw some thuggish dude that when he walked by, you totally saw his gang colors. And these are the shark scale shivs. They're, they're another local gang. They don't have a beef with you guys yet. But you clearly know that this guy is kind of standing around doing almost the same thing you're doing. But he looks at a group in the alleyway of his bros that are sitting there playing dice, trying to act casual. And you totally know beyond a shadow of a doubt those thugs are basically with this thug, and they're casting eyes. Worse, this thug is looking at the door intently every now and then when someone walks by the door like you. And you hear voices yelling inside this door. Someone's having a heated conversation. Can I, can I hear what they're saying? With your natural 20, you actually clearly heard a brief phrase of, you're going to pay your protection money or something's going to happen. <laughs> yes, you apparently walked by at the exact perfect moment. You do know that there is a, uh, there is a, on the roof here, over here, I don't know if you can see it in the shadow area. Mm -hmm. I see you, Ping. There is a smokestack that could easily fit someone even as big as your Trollkin friend. Really? Yeah. And with your, your teamwork the way it is. There is, because natural 20, I gotta, gotta give you something extra, right? Double nat 20, baby. <laughs> there is, in fact, a door here. Hold it, where? Hold it. In the very, very tippy top of the map. Oh, okay, like I see. The green box. <clears throat> oh, wow. That there is a door there that someone nailed shut from the outside. You don't know why. Yeah. And it does look like. Because you also noticed this, because in classic MMORPG style, that uh, this. Uh, let me take it back. Don't ship me outside. This section of the wall was recently torn down and replaced with new brick. You know, it's got that classic RPG style where this section of brick does not look like the others. Break here. Mm. Nah. Where uh, someone remasoned the wall. You know, it is it is amazing. I bet it was to fit something very large in. Yep. They they tore it down and then rebuilt it in a very box like shape. And uh, with your natural twenty, I'll totally tell you he obviously hired cheap contractors because it's not that good of a work. <laughs> not that I'm assuming you guys want to break a giant wall for a smash and grab. Who, us? I mean, it's an option. Well, if Gunny were here, it'd be an option. And, and then you guys basically, right, where do you want to get back together and discuss your plans? There is that, that bar that you can get the breakfast special, which is gray. Yeah, let's wow. see if they have brekkie. The, the brekkie options are gray, green, or tan. It doesn't come with a name, just a color, and that's what the bowl is full of, some kind of stuff in that color. 
wait, wait. So shit's going down and you want to go eat? Well, oh, we're planning. Not quite going down. He's just being shaken down for protection. That's all. <laughs> so obviously the shark scale shivs are uh, the local and they want their cut right. type of thing. Yeah. And he hasn't been paying. All right. So I just witnessed the the uh, or else uh, discussion. Yeah, but that nailed door, nailed shut door from the outside, kind of not a good foreboding. Obviously, somebody was like didn't want him to leave out the back. Well, it, it, it or looks could like it just it be professionally that, that they basically yeah. Nailed in the door so it can't be. It's used to for prevent another egress. form of no. egress, you know, entrance and egress. Once you set no, up your you shot, do that, you, you don't need the access door anymore. Yeah. Other than you would normally do that from the inside, not where the nails would be easily accessible from the outside. So just yeah, here. that's. I was wondering a little bit about that. As, as you're talking about, he's it, an alchemist. It was the same people he hired to do that wall. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys know, like, if you were, if someone was to denail the door, it would be a loud and noisy process. You know, it's basically they hired the cheapest contractor to basically make sure nobody gets into that back door. He's heard stories about the five fingers. One door in, <laughs> one door out. That's less booby traps to use. Okay. Uh, there's a certain sense to that. I'll have a double helping of green. As she brings, you know, the the gal who works the place says, too green! And and guys sloths some stuff that looks like it was either algae, seaweed, or spinach. But it has now got a gelatinous consistency. Uh, Just like mommy's stomach. Seaweed is high in vitamin C. And spinach makes you strong. <laughs> you guys enjoy. Um. <laughs> so I will relay the information that I got. Okay, so you all share your information since you all split up a montage. That uh, clearly this building's a pretty decent building, but you know whoever did that brickwork. I need to get my ping button. Brickwork in the how back. Many, how many stories is it? Uh, it is only a one-story building. Ah, okay. Uh, so, I'm guessing if, especially if there's nothing lit up, going down the stovepipe. Though I don't have rope. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, okay. I think I do. Well, you only need rope too. if you want to climb back up. Well, I mean, you've got to get on the roof. Yeah. Because I'm sure. Just jumping down. Well, someone could stand on my shoulders and then you both could pull yeah, me up. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> but I do have. Parkour that, you know, like the, the, um, has his hands and legs and he's just crawling up like <laughs> the spider, the goat climbing it up there, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'll use my gecko pants. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> wrong game. Wrong, wrong game. <laughs> I think you have gecko hands in the other one. In the uh, Android game. He's, he's genetically yeah. modified. He's gecko man! 
<laughs> Does he sell insurance? Well, that, that, that <laughs> Not is yet. The new nickname he's been given by his biggest tween fan. Yes. I made a good impression on a little boy. <laughs> so now he's and he can save you 15% on your car insurance. <laughs> so we want to go down the smokestack. Well, I mean, it's that or the front door, right? So, yeah. Uh, and there was no help wanted sign or anything, right? There, there was no help wanted sign. That or pull apart the wall. He, he doesn't play well with Fred. What time do they open? Uh, they, they, the sign doesn't have hours, but you're assuming this should be open in like an hour or two. Okay. Because I do have a set of fine clothes I could switch in to and visit as a prospective, uh, um, customer. Oh, yeah. Doesn't necessarily get us to the items of need, cool. but it might offer a distraction if you guys want to do some further poking. Uh, uh, you could be my, you know, guards or something. Muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Or one my of us escort could escort to this. My escort to this. Uh, um. Establishment part in this this island. And uh, while you're huh? discussing this, if you've gotten a good head start on your conversation, Callus, give me a perception check. Uh, yeah, my perception really should be good, but now I got a eight wisdom. All right, ready, and yep. here we go. Wow. Oh, don't worry about it. As you guys are discussing your plot, a couple other breakfast customers are crawling in from outside on the stoop and ordering. They just stick their hand up, and whatever color shows up, they just start shoveling it into their cake hole. As all of a sudden, you guys kind of hear one customer kind of yell at another customer, and they're having a, a loud conversation over in the distance. Nothing to worry about. Oh. Inside the restaurant, inside, inside the, bar. the bar, yeah. <laughs> but do we hear it? I mean, oh, what yeah, are they saying? They're having a loud conversation. Basically, one Regarding? guy is complaining that you kicked me, and he's like, "I didn't kick you. You kicked me. You're drunk. So shut up and eat your." How pie. close are they to us? Uh, they're like a good twenty, thirty feet away. Think about, you know, TGIF. Okay. They're the rowdy guys across the bar. Okay, just want to make sure they're across the bar. Yeah, they're they're a good distance away for now. For now. <laughs> and then you got some some dock workers filing on in, and they're ordering some some red, and everybody's like, "Red's not on the menu." And then some red <laughs> stuff gets brought up. It's totally red red beans ground to. I could have had red. Bastards. <laughs> no, Secret green is the best. Man. Man. <laughs> okay, so what is your yeah. guys' plan? And those guys in the corner, their arguments getting louder and louder. Um, a bartender doing anything, or the the wench? Uh, the the, the uh, serving lady. She's not a wench. <laughs> she's a wife. Totally says, you know, uh, hey, you two, shut up. And as soon as she does, 
all of a sudden, you know, the, the bar, you know, the, the barkeep kind of yells at her of, uh, where, where did you take those bowls? And she turns around and yells at him of, what are you talking about? And there, there, there's some heated feels happening. I wonder what, what that's all about. Oh. I don't think I like the ambiance in this place. Yeah, maybe we should. They're awfully uh, raucous for such an early time of the morning. Just and they're loud, too. Off in the background, unseen, a cask moves around. I uh, pull the <laughs> my rifle off my shoulder and kind of somewhat loudly like place it onto the table in front of me. Okay, you do the clunk clunk, and people kind of look your direction and kind of give a, a calmness, but give me an intimidation if you would uh, like with advantage. All right. Actually, I'm not too bad at that. With the, the Clint Eastwood style intimidation. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Aha! With the 19. And you thunk your stock down on the table, and everybody kind of looks your direction, and then they're like, oh, okay, we're going to be calm. We're going to be calm. And the, the whole rambunctiousness calms down as people just see this, this hard-edged dude drop, put his rifle on the table with the enunciation. Yeah, <laughs> I just glance over at the, the barkeep. And the barkeep just gives you like the stern nod. You're not quite sure what the nod means, whether it's a don't start shit or if it's a thank you very much. But uh, it's the nod he gives you. Yeah, it's like, thank you so far, but don't <laughs> start anything. <laughs> don't start nothing. There won't be nothing. Yeah, but what's the worst that could happen if you do start something? <laughs> Spoken like a bard. Spoken like a troll. <laughs> <laughs> that works on levels. Anything else um, we want to do here? Are we going back to change for her? Or... I mean, do we even want to go that that way, or are we uh, thinking? I mean, just come back to, at night. I mean, it doesn't hurt to see what the front uh, part of the shop looks like. Yeah. See what he has on offer. And you know, what doors into where? May not see the whole place, but get an idea of part of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might get uh, a little, little more, hopefully, of the internal. Okay. If there's thugs in there, that, you know, or if it's just him or what. Okay, so I'll go home, change. Wait, you want some of the screen first? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought there was two bowls, or did you eat both of the bowls? He uh, <laughs> I'm halfway through the second, but I'm willing to share. I'll sample. <laughs> and I slide it over. Oh, you're scaring me, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So, <laughs> so some of the, the, the hungover folks are like, I've got a headache, and scratching their head and doing their thing. And nobody has a passive perception higher than 14, right? Hell no. <laughs> um, I didn't think so. I was just making sure. Don't think so. Is nine higher than 14? Actually, I have a 16 passive uh, perception. Ooh. What the what? He's got wow. a 16. Wow! Well, yeah, because that's part of, while my wisdom sucks, I have, uh, I think it's Marshall Society, right, or something, one of those. <laughs> okay, no, so uh, in that case, dear Callus, when he calmed oh. the crowd down and thunked his uh, rifle on there, uh, check out the Skype chat real quick. There's a picture I totally put there. Uh, okay. With the little uh, Nomi guy in the barrel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As as at one point, you kind of, the, the second picture with the big nose, with the warts, and the cask lid pops up and something pokes its head out and looks kind of past your direction towards the drunk people that are complaining about their headaches, and then pops back down into the barrel. I mean, if you'd like to roll like a uh, Arcana thing to know what that was, it was, it was very... Very peculiar, very scratch your headish, very surreal moment. Okay, yeah, because I have watchful, which is you can't be surprised while you're conscious. Uh, in addition, you have advantage on dexterity saving throws and wisdom perception checks, and your passive wisdom perception score increases by five. So Wowzers. I, he sees things and he shoots. Nice. Things. I can respect a character like that. <laughs> yeah alright so Arcana huh? Arcana as all of a sudden you do this double take of the keg lid lifted up and something like hee -hee -hee -hee. yeah no idea <laughs> <laughs> but you can gladly tell your teammates if you know that the, yeah. there's a little man with a big nose hiding in a barrel it's ridiculous and you know magic well, creepy shit happens yeah well no I'm gonna actually get up and kind of Meander um, unassumingly towards said barrel, where I will um, basically kick the barrel over. Ooh. As uh, you walk over, you hear a, a slight splashy sound from the barrel. And uh, you nonchalantly put your boot up against it and knock it over. Cause it's only a little, yeah. little four-foot keg. And it splooshes over and ale comes swathing out. Mm. And it seems but nothing to else. just have ale in it. And, of course, the gal who drops the food bowls off just looks at you and she's like, Are you paying for that? Sorry about that, ma'am. Though I will give you with your uber passive perception, when you kicked it over, it went sploosh in a tidal wave of ale to the corner of the room. But a large portion of the ale in the barrel swooshed a different direction than the rest. Against oh, the, the late hell? grain of the ground. As you see, some of this ale is slithering like it's liquid is sentient. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. Callus, it's too early to be abusing alcohol. 
<laughs> Nobody else noticed that but you with your incredibly watchful eye this early in the morning. But the ale is swooshing to, to go behind the bar. It's moving in a very slow, creeping water direction. Though the tail end almost <laughs> looks serpentine. As, as huh. one guy totally comes in from outside and starts licking the floor with the, the rest of the ale naturally pooled in the corner. Yeah, so I'll wander towards the bar, kind of casually following said trail. And as you do, it just like goes to the bar and goes under the planks. You know, it just crawls under the planks. And the bartender is, you know, the, the tavern keeper is looking at you, puts his arm heavily on the bar. And he's like, so you're paying for that cask, I take it. Yes, yes. Uh, I'd be happy to as I kind of nod him over closer. And he, he, he leans close and puts his hand out like he's ready for the coin. And uh, what might cover said uh, cask? Rubs his big old grisly chin. I think that was some of our finest ale. (laughs) (laughs) We recently got that one in from, from the mainland. I think. Oh, sure you did. I think 10 gold will cover the cost, which is not bad for a keg of ale. So, I will uh, pull out a gold in my palm and kind of put it on the bar and kind of lean forward and go, well, your fine ale has something afoot. If you look at the trail going uphill under your bar, you have something else afoot in your tavern that may be causing other problems. And I slide back my hand and with the one gold and the precious information worth quite a bit of money. Okay, so uh, with his perception of 19 was pretty damn good. As he looks at you, and it's literally like the old classic 80s cartoon where he looks at you, he looks at the keg in the corner, he looks at the wet floor line that beelines straight behind the bar, and then he looks at you, looks at the coin, and looks at the barrel, and looks behind the bar as uh, you look behind the bar, and you see a little drip of ale go up this spigot in the keg behind the bar. It literally defies gravity, pulls up, and goes into the spigot. And he just slams his hand on the counter and takes the coin in his hand and kind of shakes it, you know, poignantly towards you and says, thank you for the information. Your food's on us. Honey, we've got cask imps again. And she just goes, cask imps? And she gets, you know, she runs over to the side of the the bar and grabs her broom and starts smacking things with the broom like she's seeing imaginary (laughs) things crawling everywhere. Get out of here, you cask imps. You nasty bastards. You're trying to make everyone drunk without paying for it. Get out of here. And she, like, occasionally smacks a person on the head. Are you a task, him? <laughs> and uh, if anyone at the table would like to do a uh, perception check, I mean, a uh, arcana check for task, imps, as we have this total out-of-character you know, out of character moment to make you feel like we're watching a, a really good movie. As Theo goes, Caskins, and she goes, oh, what buzz kills. 
Basically, Taskimps are a gray malkin that have been corrupted by their overindulgence in alcohol, formed from the souls of those who waste their lives away indulging in alcohol. While their actions are not malicious, their obsession with drink still leads them to significant hurt to both themselves and those closest to them. Basically, you know for a fact the little bastards make people get drunk, and then they make drunk people do stupid shit. <laughs> like, you know, start fights in the morning while you're still hungover. Right. And uh, nice. basically, he must have been recently imported. <laughs> you random encounter I rolled earlier this morning about a tavern brawl with a with a casket. Went to a bar, <laughs> so awesome. came into play. Okay, so uh, as as she's running around doing you know holy symbols in the air and smacking people with the brooms, you guys can totally finish your planning. And the casket is now on the on the on the hide, because yes, with uh, Theo's little roll though, you know they can actually turn themselves into alcohol. That's awesome. That's how they hide. I'm such a drunkard, I can turn into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I see a future for you, Theo. Right. If so you... so he runs around doing stuff and doesn't take the gold coin. Oh no, he definitely took the gold coin. He picked oh. it up and was shaking at you and then said, thank you for the information. And it's somehow in the process of yelling to his wife, the gold coin disappeared into one of his pockets. All right, well. But our food is paid for. But the food is paid for. Because <laughs> who knows how much trouble this casket imp could have caused. I mean, broken chairs uh, and tables get expensive. Yeah, but we also gave him a goal. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I was going to snag it back if he had taken it yet and head out. <laughs> But that's all right. All right, let's get out of here while they deal with this mess. Go like get cleaned up, put on. Well, she needs cleaned up, not us. Yeah. Well, we need to look like her muscle. I think I can guess... that already. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I do have a little green on my shirt, though. <laughs> oh, well. That's fine. It'll blend in with the other green. <laughs> That's a cool little character. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you, Iron Kingdoms, for having comical, evil, dark fae. Right? <laughs> and that's a good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cppn to never miss a show or stream. I know that's that's what I'm really excited about. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm not like gonna die if somebody just breathes on me. <laughs> how how do you want us to do that, by the way? Uh, with Kelly, I rolled on her on her <clears throat> hit dice chart. 
I mean, you can either roll or take the static number, whichever you feel more comfortable with. So you don't want us to do the level up option on the character sheet? Uh, you don't want to do that with that character because I don't ah. think it'll work correctly. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Because it'll do a DC <clears throat> bard, not a Iron Kingdom bard. Well, Kelly, I'm sure you know this by heart. What die do I roll for a bard? Uh, it's an eight-sided. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love bards. <laughs> I know. That's why. I, I know. I'm like, oh, what do you easy. mean I've got a hit die of six? <laughs> <laughs> so it's an eight-sided. Same with a rogue. <laughs> and a cleric. Ooh, right? They're all eight-sided guys. <clears throat> You actually have hit points now. But don't forget to add in your constitution bonus. Oh, I do have one. Uh, thank you. It all adds up. Yep. That brings me up to 14. Which isn't I'm bad up to for 12. a 12. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't have a constitution bonus. (laughs) (laughs) I only have one because of my race. Well, you know, the benefits of being a troll. Yeah. They're big and beefy. And I can howl at the moon. (laughs) Werewolves in five islands. (laughs) (laughs) Being a fighter-ish type guy, I only got a D8. Kind of bummer. Well, it's because you're more roguish. Yeah. You murder things with your rifle at great distances. That is true. (laughs) And I can gladly tell you that, uh, thankfully, uh, your... Cohorts here were able to get a, a solid job because uh, using a little of Theo's uh, references with the Golden Crucible, that's the alchemist guild across the land. Uh. That, uh, you guys are totally being paid to go to a alchemist who is not a member of the Golden Crucible and steal his secret sauce. I like it. And I totally think Theo wants the job because, well, she can copy down the stuff, too. <laughs> well. I, I love how there's just a quiet little giggle because, you know, the uh, guy's secret recipe is something that people want because it's both uh, blades resin, which is a goop you can put on a blade to make poison last longer, and also a poison that he calls Remmel's Embrace which is some kind of ingestion injury poison, which uh, basically paralyzes somebody. That sounds handy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a sleeping poison. Repeat that. I was looking at the pictures Jocelyn sent me from last night. I'm going to be repeating it later. (laughs) Don't worry. You don't need to know about the mission that you're supposed to know about to help explain the group. (laughs) The important thing is this alchemist is not a member of the guild, so he's free for all, which is an important thing about medieval societies and guilds, because guilds protect yep. you. 
and guilds also screw you over, you know, like Teamsters. (laughs) (laughs) How dare this guy not share his secret recipe with the uh, Golden Crucible? Just saying. Yeah, really, right? So you should see the acid grenade on your character sheet now. Excellent. Oh, thank you. Good, because I I wasn't sure about the damage and the... What are the odds that you're going... It's funny how almost all of those grenades all have the same damage. Just different effects. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, well, because, I mean, they're a grenade. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the the explosive grenade does piercing damage because you know it shoots frag. Then you've got the acid one that does the acid uh, damage. Sorry about that. What? Stop. You're just testing it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm testing. Yeah, you're, you're making sure the macro it. works. That's all. Exactly. That is totally acceptable. I mean, you know, Kelly wants to click her grenade really bad. I do, actually. And you know what? Since we're doing it, I'm going to test it. (laughs) (laughs) She burned the good roll. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) That would have done a fuck ton of (laughs) As you just totally slag someone. (laughs) If if only the rolls will stay up like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly, because I have a notoriously low rolling for this game. The dice have not been your friends. No, no. Oh, that's fine. Okay, I think I may need some help. Jim, I'm sorry. No, no problem. What's up? Um, so I, I'm trying to increase my my spell slots, and it's not letting me edit my total slots. Let's see what's going on. And I'm not remembering how to add the spell I want to add. Justin's camera takes really good pictures. Oh, the yeah. colors are fantastic. So, what spell are you looking to add? Um, is it a book I want, in the D&D book, or is it a book in the Iron Kingdoms book? It's in the D&D book. Okay. Um, and it was a tough call, but I, but I wanted Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. It was that or Thunderwake, but I like laughter better. <laughs> I don't know. I like the caustic brew. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know that one. And what level is that? That's the second brew? level spell, right? I thought it was first. First? Okay. I hope it's first. I only get first. So, because of the magic of roll 20, you now have Tasha's hideous laughter on your character sheet there on the spell. Thank page. you. It, it let me actually just look it up in the eye icon and then drag it and drop it right in your character sheet. See, when I press the eye icon, it 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 showed it it blooped and and went into chat. It could be that I do you uh, I have the that book that that spells in purchased in roll twenty, so oh. that could be the reason. Because roll twenty. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, can you like also? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it looks like it's all imported in there for you. Thank you. Uh, the other thing I wanted to do is it's, it's my first level slots is supposed to go up to three. I can e increase the remaining, but I can't increase my total. Uh, let's check. Oh, maybe I need to change my level to two. Maybe. Uh, let me try doing that for you. Oh. See if that'll do it. There, I put in the Skype chat. The Tasha's Caustic Brew. It's, it's a nasty spell. It's nasty. Yeah. For first level, it's actually pretty powerful. Okay, so it looks like that did it for you. you Thank you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Apparently a cat stuck into the living room. Brew. Almost all of Tasha's spells are evil because she's a warlock. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. I don't mind evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, that one, other than it being a deck save, which can be pretty commonly done, but if you hit the 2d4 per round for one minute. Oof. Oh, wow. Unless they stop to actively remove the poison. And yeah. the fact that it's a 30-foot line attack, so... Yeah. <clears throat> Oof. Oh, yeah, that is nice. A stream of acid emanates from you, you in a line 30-foot long and 5-foot wide at your, you choose. Each creature in the line must succeed on a deck saving throw or be covered in acid for the spell's duration or until the creature stops to scrape or wash the acid off itself, or another creature, which is yeah. nice, because you can save your friends. Yeah, and the so creature ten, covered ten in turns. takes 2d4 acid damage at the start of each of its turns. Yeah. For 10 turns. And that then is you can nice. totally look at your GM and say, hey, this creature's not sentient. It wouldn't wipe the acid off. <laughs> and they just go, <laughs> well played. Uh, so I am going to make a note of that for next time, because I still want the laughter, but I like that one. Oh, yeah, no, that, that one, I, when I, when I, that spell came out and I found that, I'm like, oh, that one is nice. <laughs> we can be acid buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm still going to wait. He almost talked me into it. <laughs> The laughter is just more bardish. Right. Yeah, it is. Okay. So I think I'm done. Thank you for your help. I will try not to be such a pain in the future. You are not a pain, dude. Okay, I'll try not to be such a needy girlfriend in the future. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a needy wife. That's uh, different. Excuse me? <laughs> I think you can get away with the, the needy work wife, you know. Yeah. Y'all need to check that. <laughs> Somebody's digging holes. Like, okay, watch the penis privilege. <laughs> <laughs>
So everybody ready? I'm pretty sure a sharpshooter had so many things at level two to add. Um, actually, only two things. I got fast reload, so now if I'm out of ammo, I can reload as part of my shooting action. Nice. And then uh, forge shot, so I can forge my own ammo. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Our little alchemist there got uh, fast brewing, so she has a bunch of new things that she needs to look at her character sheet that she can make on the fly. Mm. She whips out her alchemist kit and says, one moment, pour, 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 and throws something. <laughs> now you know why she carries that very large backpack with the alchemist kit on it. Right. Sometimes you want to be a uh, street alchemist. and You street uh, alchemy for the masses. Watch me as I make Who my doesn't? <laughs> Chris Angel, street alchemist. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. So I'm gonna grab me a drink real quick because I did not grab one yet, and you all can make some secret discussion planning. Uh, oh, yeah, I was trying Let's... to remember. I think I was doing recruiting. I think, if I remember, on our downtime. I don't remember what you were doing, Kelly. Um. Oh, I was carousing. Ah, oh, that's right. Money, right? No, no, just going out partying, having fun, spending money. But I thought there was a benefit to that of some kind. Well, part of mine uh, is I'm impulsive, uh, but I, I throw, you know, my life is full of love, dance, and song. I'll get back <laughs> inspiration, but also I'm overly generous. Nice. So that's why I went because it was more my character. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I could go out and earn some money. Or am I still chasing down the. But no, this was downtime. Clarification. So. I'm slumming it. I'm not doing the high end. Right. Yeah, I forget what all the things were, but I think I was trying to do the, like I said, recruit some uh, peeps for our organization, you know, cannon fodder. Yeah, we need a gang. We are a gang. Yeah, we but we need... Squad. We need minions. We need underlings. <laughs> we need people to fetch tea. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, old cartoons still hold up. That like me TV, Bugs Bunny and Friends on uh, the background. Mm -hmm. Oh nice. This, the stuff even just watching it still holds up. <laughs> I was gonna ask what you meant by old cartoons. Oh Bugs Bunny and Friends, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> well, those count. Yeah. Just... They're timeless. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I work with a bunch of 20 or 30-somethings who have a different definition of old cartoons. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. These would be ancient, probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bugs what? <laughs> but it's funny, because it's followed by the uh, Wild Wild West. Oh. Oh, yeah. The... Which I totally had kind of forgot about that that series, kind of a sci-fi western. I yeah. always thought of it more of a steampunk kind of. What well, is? You know, with Artemis's gadgets and stuff. Yeah. You know, Jules Vernian. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's on MeTV at 10. Nice. Well, well, West. So, makes for a good background. Well, uh, you can hear the old intro. Sorry, they had the best intro and commercial break re-intro of any TV show, in my opinion. Right. You, they did the Western poster that changed each episode. Yes. I, I was a huge, yeah, huge fan of that show. Uh-huh. I honestly don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, oh, really? really? Yeah. That's but I made a note of me TV. Yep. Yep. Good. Basically, Good. two secret Good. service agents in the Old West using all the contraptions yeah. and wits and stretch pants you can use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, and it's like I said, it is an old western. It's you know, it's up there with all the other old timer stuff, but it's it's funny. 